Hello from the San Diego County Bar Association in San Diego, California. I'm Renee Stackhouse. I'm Lelise McCoy. And we're On the Road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thanks so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today, we're talking about all things tech with Lilise McCoy. Um, before we get started on that, why don't you give us a little bit of background about who you are and what you do? Happy to do so, Renee. Well, as I said, my name is Lilise McCoy, and I'm an attorney in San Diego, California. I'm actually a San Diego native. Grew up here. I went to school here, went to college here. Then I went away to Tucson for three years where I attended law school, and I came back to San Diego I've been practicing law in San Diego for almost 27 years, which feels really, really weird to say. The first 20, I did a lot of plaintiff's work, mostly in the area of consumer protection, which I loved. And I still love that area of law and really respect the people who do it. And then the last seven years, what have you been doing? In the last seven years, I have been a professor at Thomas Jefferson School of Law. I followed my passion into teaching and have found a home in academia at a great institution with wonderful students, terrific colleagues, wonderful alumni. And there I teach several classes, but my main role is to be the director of the Center for Solo Practitioners, which is a lawyer incubator program. We started that in November 2012, and we've helped over 30 alumni start solo law practices that have as a core aspect of their practice a commitment to community service and access to justice. I'm also the director of the Epstein, Grinnell, and Howell National Trial Team. You do a lot. I do a lot, but I love it. And as they say, if you love your job, you don't really work. It's such a lie. I mean, it's great to love your job, but you work really, really hard. I do, but I I like I like it. And you are president-elect of the San Diego County Bar. That is true. And I'm really, really looking forward to leading this amazing organization. And I feel so fortunate to work with the tremendous volunteer leadership that we have and the internal team that we have. And that includes you, Renee, as... <laughs> as an incoming vice president of the San Diego County Bar Association. Time has been flying. It's exciting to see you uh, getting ready to take over the reins, and Kristen's done an amazing job this year. So we've accomplished a lot, including the first year of our tech committee. That's right, and the tech committee has been ably led by you, Renee. You've been absolutely fantastic as chair of the tech committee. You've used tech in leading that committee. You got us all on base camp, which is the first time we've done that. Uh, as a board, and you know that I'm a fan of Basecamp. I use it for uh, my programs and even my classes. I even use it for the classes that I teach. And uh, yeah, you've just done a fantastic job. And of course, uh, before the tech committee started, we had the strategic framework working group that was led by Vash Rinovas, who is a wonderful third-year board member. And when he was secretary and chair of that committee, he led us into um, deciding that we needed to embrace all things tech here at the San Diego County Bar Association. So I talked a little bit uh, when Adriana interviewed me about the kind of the creation and the work under Voss, but I'd love to hear your take on what sparked your interest in the, the work that he did that he led us through to, to get a tech committee going. Well, his work was, it was terrific. He did a wonderful, wonderful job leading us 
And he he really wanted to do something that would be lasting and that would be tangible and it would be very member-centric. And within a short amount of time, I served on that committee under his leadership, and within a short amount of time, technology kept rising to the top of the list. And um, I don't remember the exact details or exactly how many committee meetings it took us to get to the point of feeling that we needed to just go ahead and commit and invest uh, as an association to bring on a technology officer. But when we did, it felt right. Everyone on the committee knew it was the right thing to do. And then uh, we passed that uh, mantle on to you and the 2018 Tech Committee, and you guys knocked it out of the park by finding Adriana. She's great, right? Outstanding. Yeah. We've gotten tons of amazing feedback about uh, the work that she's done with the bar, and so we're thrilled to have her here. And she's just a terrific person to know. She's a lot of fun, and I've already gotten great tips from her myself. Yeah, absolutely. I feel kind of greedy. I send her emails a lot, (laughs) and I hope that other members are taking advantage of that as well. I'm sure they will be. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're seeing this year. What's got you the most excited that tech committees worked on this year for the members? Just the first thing off the top of my head is the Tech Tuesdays. And, you know, first of all, I love alliteration. So that's terrific. They're great to say. Exactly. Tech Tuesday rolls off the tongue. But tech is ubiquitous now. We cannot avoid it. Good word. Thank you. (laughs) We cannot avoid Technology. So the idea that we are baking it into the weekly programs at the County Bar Association makes so much sense to me and seems like such a such a really smart thing to do um, for a member centric organization. You know, our members are number one to us. And we know that lawyers have an ethical duty to maintain competence, not only in the area of substantive law and procedural law, but also in the area of technology. One of the things that I really love is that we've been breaking it down into different levels so that there's something that works for everybody. No matter how much tech you know, you can find something that works for you. Um, What have you been looking forward to in the tech programming? It may surprise people, but Adriana has been doing a basics on the office suite. And I use Office all the time. I'm not bad at it. I can do quite a bit with it. I use PowerPoint extensively when I teach. But there's so much functionality to those programs that I know I haven't even scratched the surface. And I was able to attend Adriana's program on uh, Word, on Microsoft Word. I unfortunately was not able to attend the one on Excel. So it was so good. I, I was bummed about that. And uh, so... So nothing fancy, I guess, is what I'm saying. I'm not that I'm not that interested in the really complicated um, technology platforms. I just want to use what I'm using better and more effectively and more efficiently. So just so you know, you can still get the uh, Excel one that you missed. It was recorded. And so it will be available to you and all the members who missed it. So you can check it out anytime. And it's just amazing. I learned that every time I've been manually entering numbers like one through 5,000 in a column, I didn't actually have to do that. She taught me that shortcut. And then she made fun of me for not knowing it, but only because she loves me. So uh, it's incredible. I just saved hours of my life right there with exhibit books. And that's, a, and that's exactly the type of thing that I'm talking about. And Adriana should not have made fun of me. <laughs> I'm no, just I totally kidding. deserved I'm it. Sure, deserve I'm, it. Sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure that it was all in good fun and totally appropriate. And I probably would have been 
egging her on if I'd been there. <laughs> but but I think that's where a lot of lawyers are are missing out. I think that I know for myself personally, I start reading online about technology and I'm quickly overwhelmed by how quickly it's advancing. And bored. And and are you bored? I get some, bored. Sometimes bored. Yeah. Right? By the you know, all the details. But I've always considered myself to be tech friendly and an early adopter, not afraid of technology. Not af- I'm not a you know anti math person or anti computers person. I, I took computer programming at UCSD in 1984, right? I took I took the Fortran class. One of my geeky claims to fame, even though I was a political science major. So, but You're still, awesome. but still, it's changing so quickly. You know, what I knew two years ago is obsolete, and I have to accept that fact. So what I try to do, because I I have to focus on the substantive classes I teach, and if I were practicing, I'd have to focus on the substance of what I do. I'd have to focus on the client relations, on the fundamentals that are so important to being a lawyer. What I try to do is say, well, how can I sort of be a minimalist? How can I take what I have and just maximize that? Right. I don't need to get into all the sort of fancy programs out there because I have the Office 365 suite. So why don't I just at least learn that really, really well? And you can do so many great things uh, with that suite. And one of the things that I really love that Adriana has shown us is things that are specific to lawyers. Instead of just here's some tips and tricks for Outlook or Word or Excel, it's these are things that lawyers can use in law firms. They all have a specific purpose and can be used by both lawyers and their whole team. I mean, it's, we have a, a board member who was telling us that he attended the Excel class via the, the live stream on the web. And he had 11 office members in his conference room, um, learning Excel details and, and tips and tricks as well. So that's a really cool thing to hear that it's benefiting people across the board. Well, and, you know, I'll tell a quick anecdote about one of the lawyers in the Center for Solo Practitioners that I mentored. When he had first graduated from law school and passed the bar, he was doing sort of a kind of a post-bar internship kind of contract work for a very high-profile attorney in town. And this attorney had been practicing for decades, really. And he was able to make himself incredibly invaluable. Actually, I was going to say incredibly useful, but he made himself invaluable to that attorney because he was so familiar with Excel. And that attorney had practiced in the days when secretaries were still taking notes for their lawyers on stenopads. Yes. But he was instrumental in this high-profile case simply because he was so familiar with Excel. That's amazing. So job security, it helps, huh? Exactly. Good to know. What do you want to see tech move on to? What do you want to see tech do for the members moving forward? Well, you know, I gave a lot of thought to that. Um, My philosophy about technology, again, I'm not afraid of it, but I understand that I'm, I'm a novice, right? I am not an expert whatsoever. I'm a lawyer. I'm not a technology person. And I don't have the time that I would like to have to become a technology person. So I try to stay uh, appropriately humble about what I know and what I don't know. And what I know is that at the end of the day, If you still need to do all of the word processing, for example, if you still need to put everything in by hand, you don't want to make it too complicated for yourself. So that's one thing to think about is, um, you know, how to be efficient. If you're a solo practitioner, if you're a lean, mean solo practitioner and you're 
wearing a lot of the hats is how efficient can you be using technology, knowing that you also have to be the chief cook and, and bottle washer, as my father used to say. He was a he was a Navy chief for many years. And the other thing is is putting the emphasis on the right syllable. <laughs> right? So if you don't have a lot of time for tech, what should you focus on? And I think you should focus on security. Ooh, I like that. So that's what I'm hoping that we're going we're gonna to be doing going forward is helping our members uh, follow best practices to make sure that their emails are properly encrypted, that the firewalls that need to be put up are up, that uh, everybody uh, feels comfortable with the latest antivirus software. Yeah, so we're streamlining it for our lawyer and uh, staff members, and we're protecting the public with our privacy and confidentiality. Absolutely. It's incredibly scary out there. And even if you look at the terms of service of Google, Google puts in its terms of service that it uses automated systems to search your emails and then to to provide advertising to you or to help you with your search. And I think it's an open question whether or not lawyers need to be uh, sensitive to whether that constitutes any sort of violation. Um, it's, so we need to get Dave Myjak and the, uh, the amazing Legal Ethics Committee to analyze something like that. Absolutely. In fact, I, before we went on the air, I was thinking Dave Myshock needs to be one of the next people that you interview because the intersection of ethics and tech is right at the heart of what lawyers do. We have, you know, we have a duty of, uh, of loyalty. We have a duty of safekeeping, a fiduciary duty to our clients, a duty of competence, um, but we also have a very important duty of confidentiality, and that goes across all platforms. Okay, so you're giving me a little bit of anxiety right now <laughs> with all the duties, and I'm like checking boxed. Am I doing that? Am I doing that? No. Renee, you and I both know <laughs> that I, I think that you are one of the most amazing lawyers out there, and you're sweet. I have, you know, I've watched yeah. you teach our students. And I, I have watched you take cases through trial and fight for your clients. So I don't think that there needs to be much anxiety um, other than the sort of general anxiety that I think all lawyers should have about this topic because it's constantly changing and the, uh, the risks are real. And I think that there's just tremendous work that we can do at the San Diego County Bar Association with a tech officer to really help our members with this. You know, I don't think I could have articulated that that any better. Um, and that's why this committee and this um, initiative is so important. And I'm really hoping the members will take advantage of uh, everything that the county bar is offering with the member technology officer being available, with the uh, Tech Tuesdays and with all the programming and the Law Plus Tech website, which has some great resources as well. So all very exciting to help give folks uh, maybe lessen that anxiety a little bit. And so, that's exactly what I hope to do, right? Our members should feel like their membership is lessening their anxiety when it comes to the practice of law because the practice of law is anxiety-producing. And as you and I have talked, Renee, many times, what we do is hard. Yeah. What we do is hard. What we do is important. People rely on our expertise. People rely on our ability to be uh, compassionate, uh, active uh, listeners and uh, wise counselors and when you, have, when you add this layer of having to also be competent about technology 
and having to worry about security, uh, it, can, it can be daunting. And the San Diego County Bar Association wants to be there for its members and help lessen that anxiety. Well said, Luis. Thank you so much for sitting down uh, to do this podcast. We're really excited. How can the members get in touch with you if they want to reach out? Anytime. They can email me at lmccoy, L-M-C-C-O-Y, at T-J-S-L dot E-D-U. That stands for Thomas Jefferson School of Law dot E-D-U. Perfect. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. We want to thank Elise McCoy for joining us. And we also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh-huh.